0: It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox.
1: What it is. Welcome to another exciting adventure of the three wise men uh, with my dear friend, and uh former WWE star, actor, philosopher. Uh you would have affectionately known him at one time as a Rye. I know him as Kevin Kylie. I also know him as brother. Yes, and sir. joining us as well is the star, Trevor oh, Murdoch. Uh, Big week for I the star. Big week for the star. Uh he uh, called me up before the show today to give me some critiques, uh, you know, a better way I could do the show and uh, make sure that it fit in his schedule. Um, I did, I did oh, I That's what
0: stars do now, though. Yeah. I yeah.
1: And I didn't say schedule. I said schedule because he is a star and I will use the king's <laughs> language when addressing uh, Lord Trevor Murdoch. So
2: I, why do I why do I agree to this every week? It's like fuck my <laughs> f- uh
1: I will happily tell you because you're a star. <laughs> oh
2: Jesus. <geez. laughs>
1: and you got to be in, on the you got to be on the mic, man. We can't not have you on the
2: mic. Oh man, you crack me up, brother.
1: Yeah, you know, and speaking of uh cracking up, uh Aaron is probably going nuts because uh Ari, I'm not sure if you're aware But a big match was announced for Always Ready, which is June 11th, pay-per-view. I, (laughs) reigning, defending, undisputed, undefeating world television champion, New York Times bestseller, your friend and mine, myself, uh, I will be defending my world television championship. And now, and a match for basically my affection and approval uh, for the top (laughs) spot on this thing, Trevor and Aaron... We'll be going one-on-one at the pay-per-view. So uh, it is going to be an awkward podcast after that. But going up to it, I'm going to milk this cow for every drop it's got. So uh, if you have any we questions, a for I the would star. Love to
0: be, I would love to be there to witness this, sir.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a bloodbath.
0: Yeah, yeah 100%. You're more than yeah. welcome to, to come. We are all professional. I, yeah, I, w- I would love to join that. To to catch up on what I've missed out on.
1: Yeah, because you've uh, been—you've been quite the recluse.
0: So I have. What? Yep.
1: So tell us, what is like outside of? Because you took when you left, when you were future endeavored, as everyone on this show has been. In my case, (laughs) my case twice. I've been twice future endeavored. Um, Right.
0: Part, so, of the, part of the growing up process.
2: Yeah, you know, you know, you know, yeah, sure. you know, they always yep.
1: said the third one's the worst one. So
2: uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's I, the one I, I that stings. Revert back to the, I revert back to the kicking in the b- scenario when it comes to being future endeavor. Yeah, that's how it feels.
1: It would feel so much better if they were like, hey, kid, you're f- fired. That would feel so <laughs> much better because then you at least well, have at least- something to complain about. Like, how dare they? They give you the the polite future endeavor. You know,
2: I I will give Pat Kenny, R N W A talent relations guy, this credit. When he tells you bad news, it's direct and to the point, and you know that it's not any bull. Like we have all got the same phrase, like you know, uh, creatives got nothing for you, or right. right. And
1: who is this f- creative guy? Right. Who is he? Right, that I want a really name. A
0: chance to meet,
2: right? Right? <laughs> yeah. No, <yes. laughs> is he then on then this call? On curtain, who, yeah. You know? Well, I, if they were just honest with you, you could at least accept it, right? Like, hey, listen, Vince thinks you suck this week, and he just wants to let you go. And you're like, wow, that sucks. But you, you know, yeah, Or you we
1: were playing thing. a game called Fishbowl at the office, and we pulled your name. Right, right, which is pretty much the most
0: logical answer most times.
1: So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. since we're going down this road, uh, I will share my first firing. Uh, yeah. It, it was a summer day in Florida. It was a little hotter yeah. than normal.
0: Yeah, you never you really know. forget the weather when you get the call.
1: No, because it's important.
0: I, I, I feel the same. Yep, I, I get it. Yep, I apologize. Be, to interrupt.
1: No, 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 because you, you walk outside on the cell phone.
0: Yes, you go outside you You find some space by yourself by yourself because the conversation
2: is
1: coming two things are going to happen you're going on the road or you're going on the road it's two things are going to (laughs) happen
2: right well is it it, isn't it funny how when that number pops up it's popped up maybe a hundred times before and you never thought about it you answered it hey what's going on but that one time you look at the phone you go huh this yeah. ain't right.
1: When you get a and call you know. on a Wednesday, <laughs> yeah. it's like, and okay. They,
0: they know, you know, and you know, they yeah. know. It was... and, and and you can remember the weather. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: right. Right. And it's the exactly. classic yeah. definition of getting fired on your day off.
0: Oh, it
1: you know is always that. on your day yeah. off.
2: Always. They don't, like, the fans don't understand that. Every wrestler that's left that company got fired on their day off.
1: Yeah. And uh, so the phone rings. I see it. I now just to, just to, a little backstory. The New England Patriots that Sunday had just blown the perfect season, and I am a diehard Pats fan, and I hate the Giants, and I was screaming pass interference all day, and holding Seymour was getting held every play, but you know whatever, and Eli Manning beat. New England and New England was I think was nineteen and one, which is basically you might as well have been zero and nineteen. Uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna be have the perfect season and then lose the Super Bowl, so I already wasn't in the best mood going into practice that day. Right, right. And uh, I had a Monday practice, and we had a house show that evening uh one of our shows I shouldn't call it a house show we had a bar show to be at FCW and I was working my dear sweet friend Dolph Ziggler now up until that point I had been a uh, number one contender for the world championship and usually when Dolph and I got together it was usually I was up or the DQ or something right and when, uh, Steve Kern, who was the head trainer at the time at FCW and the founding father of FCW walked up to me and Dolph and says, Hey, tonight, uh, let's put Dolph up. I said, you know, no issue. Love Dolph. And, uh, he's like, but Dolph, do me a favor when you pin him, do the sex pin. And <laughs> those of you don't <laughs> know what the sex pin those of you who don't know what the sex pin is, is when he basically sits on your chest, pulls your leg close to his bosom, and then rocks back and forth while they count three.
0: Right.
1: Not the most flattering way to get pinned. But you know what? <laughs> it's, it's Dolph Ziggler. So, yep. And I love Dolph. Which leg you want up, One brother? The yep. One of the best.
0: Yeah, oh. 100%. Yep. Which
1: leg you want up? Dolph wasn't comfortable with it. He's like, nah, man, let me just put my feet on the ropes or something like that. You know, you're a big guy. And when Steve Kern even visualized the pin, he like pantomimed himself pinning me with my leg and shaking his head and like, yeah, one, two, three. Like, uh, and I was like, wow, he's really passionate about this sex pin. So that's what I called it. It was, just, you know, I was joking around. And uh, and I literally did. I know I was literally getting the next day so and nobody (laughs) kissed me first they never kiss you first right uh so (laughs) kate's going oh man i gotta do some beeping tonight but it's uh but thumbs up because she likes a good firing story especially if it's mine and uh so we do the match sex pin goes down uh sex pin sex pin is (laughs) what i yelled out as i got hit with the like i was like oh no sex pin And uh, Dolph's like, thanks, man. I was like, no problem. And then as I was, the night should have been over, the American Dream Dusty Rhodes comes up to me and goes, hey, go out there and cut a promo for me. And right. I was like, and I didn't know him very well at that point. Uh, I had a few, and he was just there as a guest. He goes, I just want to hear you talk. And I went and I cut a promo about being sex pin. Uh, right. Did the best I could. It's, it, you don't have much to work with. Like trying to find dignity. You don't want to come back right. out after a sex pin.
0: You just And they, they seem to know right that oh everybody playhouse. knew yeah, but, everybody but you, knew but so, me no i know the last two weeks of things you're like wow this is an interesting turn right yeah, right <laughs> but, huh. yeah, no, I got yeah.
1: must be getting me ready oh i get it they're killing me off here so i'm going up to tv <laughs> right. i get it you know you go out on right. your shield before you go out you know Dead that's no how one. the rocket that's how Dead the rocket no launches one. and um so next morning I go to practice, we do drills and I, we do, we finish with the pin drill and all that stuff. And I get home, I take a shower, I sit down. I won't watch ESPN cause they're still talking about the giants. And my ex-wife was like, uh, Hey, what do you want for lunch or something like that? And I was like, Oh, can I just get a sandwich or something? And my phone rings and it's the two Oh two. And I'm like, uh, okay, yep. it's a little weird. It's Wednesday or Tuesday. And um, at at this time, SmackDown was on Friday, and Raw was on Monday, so it's a little early to get a call for being on the road. So, and it's Ty Bailey who I hate. His dad was like this great Miami (laughs) Dolphins GM, and he was—I couldn't stand Ty Bailey. He he just—he was—you couldn't even have—he was like an alien. You couldn't talk to him.
0: Whenever he just was so disinterested. A little bit of an alien vibe for sure. He—it wasn't even that. He just
1: didn't care. About anything you had to say. So yeah, he was yeah. one of those guys when you talk to him, he starts looking around like, uh, how do I get out of this? You know? Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, no good, Yeah. But he would ask you a question about. like, hey, is how your day? And then when you'd answer him, he'd be offended. So he just like, it was just no personal skills at all. I'm sure that's why his Dolphin career was short as a GM or whatever it was he was <laughs> doing over there. He was a talent finder, I think, or something like that. But uh, he's like, hey, got a second? Of course I do, <laughs> you know, and I was like, hey, what's going on, boss? And he was like, well, you know, uh, how are things down there? I said, oh, they're fine. They're good. I just uh, had a show last night, uh, had a good match, just finished practice. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's not what I'm hearing. And I said, really? Yeah. Uh, what are you hearing? He goes, oh, I don't want to go into that. But um, I think we're going to go in a different direction, you know? And I was sure. like, yeah. okay, uh, we, uh, new character, new name. He's like, oh, I don't care what you do, but uh, we're
2: yeah, going to let you go. Right.
1: We're going to let you go. Right. And I yeah. was like, just was it yeah. a, and I just, I asked stupidly, was it a, a performance problem? Was it an attitude problem? Right. He's like, ah, you pick whatever you pick. Eh, you know, it's a, right. it was a lot of things, yeah. but. We're, whatever we're, makes you feel good, yeah. little buddy. But uh, we're going to let it, you it, go. It, and uh, we wish you best in your future endeavors. And what we're going to do is we're going to give you your 90 days. And, uh. Yeah. You know, take care and uh, make sure that you don't come to practice and uh, don't, you know, if you show up at the facilities or anything like that, you know, uh, it would be considered trust. I was like, I got it. I'm fired. I got it. Thank you. Thank you for your time, sir. Then I had to walk back in and eat my sandwich. Right. And then I have to try to explain that I just got canned, which sucks, which absolutely sucks. And uh, I
0: think, yeah, explaining it to anybody as to why it happened. In in enter because we're it's, it's the entertainment business, right? Right. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like you know, and, and I think right at times they can't even give you really <laughs> an answer one way or the other. So yeah, no, explaining it at times is difficult. You know when you when you believed in what you were doing, right?
1: Hold it right there. We'll be back in a hot minute. Jason in the house, the Jason Chaffetz podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the
0: party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on Foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts.
1: So, Ari, I'm dying to know how did your call go?
0: I was at, so uh, towards the later part of my career, I was living in Tampa, Florida, and I was, uh, you know, I was transitioned into a commentary position, uh, which I really enjoy. Uh, with with and, WWE
1: and no, and- no, not to not to interrupt you, but you were phenomenal, and you know, we don't use that word loosely. Phenomenal. Thank
0: you, sir. No, right, that, that is our word. And yeah, no, thank you. I, I really appreciate that, and I, you know, I enjoyed it. And, and what I really did enjoy, uh, the most, I enjoyed working for Vince, right. I, I, he, he, I always heard he had a lot of, uh, he had a lot of confidence in me. Uh, he, he liked the way I spoke. Um, and then, so there was a transitional period in my career where I became a commentator, uh, for WWE. I got to work next to, uh, Byron Saxton and Booker T on the pre-show. And I think that's right when they launched the WWE network as well. And, and I was part of that, right. I was, I was part of one of the people on the panel that, that they came to, to, to launch that network. So I was extremely grateful for that. However, there, there was, there was a side of me, uh, you know, I I was, I was a football player and I was an athlete before. And and that's really why I became a WWE superstar was to stay in athletics as long as I could. Um, so there was a side of me that would kind of go back and forth with them um, about, hey, you know, we'll, I'll do some commentating, but, you know, maybe an opportunity to get back in the ring, you know, and, and, and we would have conversations like that. And, and towards the end of my career, th- they did kind of start to let me do both, which, which I was grateful for, too. But I had to go back down to NXT to do it, uh, which was, again, fine, you know, um, kind of re-earn my stripes. And in this time when I was doing that and I was living in Tampa and I believe I was, they had taken me off the road, but I was driving back and forth from Tampa to Orlando daily, like daily back and forth to, oh. to rejoin. Yeah. Rejoin NXT. That's and, a and a, yeah. I mean, it be a part of that program, but it, I mean, it was, I guess it was about a, um, an hour and 15 minutes, but I was going back and forth every, every day, pretty much. Wanted um, it. <laughs> yeah I, I was trying and i yeah and i was getting a little older you know in my in my uh in my athletic career and
1: not not known getting, in wrestling by the way but continue
0: <laughs> yeah thank you yeah which is another how, how much are we ever future endeavored in, in wrestling right, right yeah I think, I think that's great there's always a way back in but um yeah i was you know i think i was i was reaching a frustrated space uh No no fault to anybody. Right. But I was I was, you know, kind of reaching the end of uh, what I thought was the end of kind of an athletic career. And I was trying to get back in. And then I and then I I, I did get hurt. I remember my my knee. I had to have knee surgery and then I had to have a uh, shoulder surgery. And I was getting in my car and (laughs) and starting to recall the weather now. Uh, It was a Friday, Friday morning and I had gotten in my car. Uh, to head to Orlando from Tampa, and I like either I pulled off on the side of the road when of I got Of course, you did. Yeah, I I got the two hundred two, and I and I was about fifteen minutes into the drive, and I said, "Well, you know, this might be an opportunity to save some gas money here. <laughs> this is Record. the call that I'm thinking <laughs> that it may be." <laughs> right, so I I pulled over, and it was uh it was Mark Carano, and he said, "And and th- this was." uh you know, this was how it was left with me. It was it was very professional. He said, "You know, Vince has just decided to go in another direction uh, than you." And and I was let go with uh, a bunch of you know they, they don't they at least in my case it wasn't a one where you're like the only one going. It was like you know we're we're cleaning house again. Yeah, right? yeah. And it as, was the as, same as thing. Yeah, yeah yeah, we're, we're cleaning house and this is how we do it. And, you know, you're part of this, these, I don't know, there's eight people or 10 Cuts, people. That, yeah. Yeah. That got let go. And, and, you know, I, I believe we were all, you know, well, not all of us, I can only speak for myself, but but I was kind of in the, in, in the twilight of everything at that moment, you know, were what we I in the same cut of, class? I, w- I don't maybe, Maybe, maybe right around that time. Because I, I, I will I say this: and Aaron, tri- Aaron I don't, was with me. I believe. I don't know. I if,
1: believe- Oh, Aaron! Then you were after me. Because uh, I would just yeah. like to say, when it comes to firing, Mark Carano is the best. If you're going to get fired, yeah. by Carano, because he does he does put you over. Like he like he told me is like you right. you were a, a bottle in a rocket. You were on fire, yeah. and I don't know what happened, and now you're out of favor. But it, you know, never say never. You yeah. know, whatever. But. Um, yeah. How were you after that? Obviously, your afternoon was free. So... <laughs>
0: yeah, right. Well, I didn't have to make the drive, that's for sure. Hey, you know what, thinking, though? Well, Good, know, for Good for them.
1: Good for them, because them some <laughs> b- made me practice that day. And that's what right. I was really pissed about. I didn't need yeah. to do those drills. I could, you could have yeah. fired... I was like, you could have got your ass up at 8 o'clock in the morning and fired me, bro. <laughs> right. Put you know? on my legs are on fire. Now I'm mad. Yeah, like <laughs> right. now you know. And Trevor, I mean, you were—I would say, arguably, you were in a more cutthroat time. Um, yeah. Of getting, and you had an—you have an amazing. Your hiring story, in itself, is amazing. right, he never spent
2: one day in developmental.
0: Okay, uh, Trevor, you didn't.
2: Yeah. No, never, never. I couldn't even okay. see what the parking lot looked like. Yeah. So. Okay, let's not brag. Drive, I was which, giving you a compliment. I just, now you're, you. you I, I,
1: okay, go ahead, start.
2: I was happy. Yeah. Wow, well, no, For me, it was. Um. You know, I had the connection with. You know, every time you guys know when we travel, you have locals show up at shows and try to get a spot. And um, WWE had come in to St. Louis, and every time they came into St. Louis, they always called Harley for guys. And I had been up there, I don't know, eight or nine different times. And they had really, you know, they always gave me the pat on the back, the job, the job, but never heard anything. And, uh, I said, the hell with it. I went to Japan for six months, went through the dojo. I get done. I come back, Harley goes, I got you a tryout with the WWE. And I knew, I knew what that was. That was catering, stand around, hopefully something happens. And, um, I went out there to the ring and some workout clothes, and Chris Benoit was there. And uh, I was trying to get a rub from Chris over in Japan because that's where I was planning on putting my career. So I started doing some Japanese stretches and neck bridges and all that. And he came over and started talking to me. And after about like 10 minutes, he goes, Do you have a match tonight? And uh, I said, Nope. And he said, Wait right here. And he came back about 15 minutes later and said, uh, You got a match tonight? Show them what you got. And I wrestled Rob Conway that night. They asked me to come back the next night to SmackDown and I wrestled Rene Dupree. And, uh, after that, Johnny invited me into his little makeshift office. They get at every show. Yep. And, uh, offered me a job said, you know, do you want to work here? And I said, Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yep. An independent guy just barely been able to make, um, pay rent. Uh, he said, okay, we're going to send you to OVW. You need to be down there in four weeks. Uh, I told him I couldn't even afford to move down there. You know what I mean? I was. I was a yeah. uh, hot dog and a handshake guy still just trying to make it. And uh, he goes, uh, will, will $4,000 be enough to help get there? And I was like, ah, yeah, yeah, ah, yeah, 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 th- yeah, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, I was happy. I was stoked. Uh, two weeks later, he calls me up and says, hey, listen, we're going to have you uh, come in and, and have a tag match with uh, this guy named Lance Cade and see what you guys look like. Okay, great. Come up, and uh, I got the deal. They were going to have me tag with Lance one week, and then the next week, Lance was going to tag with Kevin Thorne because they had come up with this idea of a cowboy and a trucker. Um, and Lance and I went out that weekend and did two dark matches. Um, hold on, I'm, I'm great- sorry,
1: I'm sorry, hold on. You could have been Mordecai.
2: I, you no, could have been no, Mordecai. No, no, I, no, I couldn't pull that off. I could pull neither, off- neither
1: <laughs> did Thorne, but I'm you just saying, me. it was just.
2: You know well, and you guys know the whole the whole deal with just being ready at the right time and in the right spot, right Kevin yeah. had made some bad choices um had and gotten liquored up at a at a bar and ended up grabbing a guy and headbutting his nose flat, and he was with the company, and that didn't go over well. It wasn't so,
1: as, lo- as lo- respected as it was say in the eighties, but uh that right, right right right
2: no, and I'm sure this guy deserved it, but um Don't they always? They they do. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So we tagged that weekend and uh, Johnny came up to us. He goes, Hey, listen, you know, Kevin's not out. You know, Kevin's out. Kay, do you think you have a good chemistry with Trevor? And he goes, yeah. He goes, you guys are on the road next week. And six weeks later, I'm world tag team champion. Nice. Uh, it, It literally went that quick. And. Yeah. The firing, the the future Endeavor went just as quick. Um, yeah. <laughs> right.
1: It, it yeah, usually like, does. It usually does. Uh,
2: you know, I got transferred uh, over to They Split, Lance and I up. and You guys need to go on your own. And Trevor, we're going to send you to SmackDown. And I'm like, great. You know, that gives me a, a new opportunity. I did one match at SmackDown. I got a call July 3rd. I found it poetic that they didn't want to call me on July Fourth, Independence Day. You know, right. Fire me and on Independence Day. You would have your uh, <laughs> hand
1: on explosives. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah. And uh, I got the basic of basic calls. You know, from Johnny Ace. He goes, uh, Trevor, uh, we've wait a minute, stop.
1: You got a call from the head of talent. Yes. Yeah. I got Kay, a call. Do we have a boo That's button? Why
0: Can we boo now, this guy? Man. Yeah.
1: You have the greatest know, hiring man. job ever. <laughs> you Harley race. Christens you, Chris Benoit, yeah. gets you a tryout Beautiful. match. You you yes. wrestle two of the best workers, and then your tag champs six weeks later, and then yeah. the head of talent calls you. You do not even get the the. Wow, we are in the presence of stardom. Oh, I thought that's how ever. I oh you thought that's how everybody got fired? Wow, listen, your arrogance is disgusting, sir. Oh, but please, please continue. Please continue, oh,
2: if, if you have time. You've killed my basic ass story. Is what you've done? Oh, there's <laughs> nothing basic about
1: it. Your story is laced with gold trimmings and uh, and it's it's no, very Car- I, it's very Kardashian esque. A story, oh, sir. It's at the highest level.
2: Me. You do not know me then, my friend. No, you There's only get fired
1: me. by the finest people and hired <laughs> by
0: the finest people. We are, we are starting to learn the process of how they do these things.
2: Yeah, you know? so we you are, know,
1: are the caviar are and levels, we are guess, spam. We're just <laughs> a couple of spam guys, a We're dealing with caviar oh, here. Right. Please <laughs> continue oh, as the number two first. man to Vince McMahon calls oh. you up. Please, sir.
2: <laughs> well and he uh he gave me the uh creative has nothing for you right um i'm very confident that you can go back to japan and get yourself over again and you'll have a job and come back in a couple of years and this that and the other and um
1: so you were they, eligible we, for rehire
2: well yeah i
1: guess my like, not
2: but like, you know what you know, how no, I don't I
1: know. I sir, I do not you know. know.
2: The guy who's been back twice and I've been back once doesn't know. Now come on. Let's call a Spade a spade here.
1: Watch it.
0: I think I think they suggested to me get, get back in the medical medical equipment sales when yeah. they
2: me. <laughs> <laughs> well and that's what for me at first it was like I freaked out for like twenty minutes. And then I realized, I was like, I got to go nowhere. No one's going to tell me what to do. I've got opportunities outside of wrestling again. Like, it was a very freeing moment. You know what I mean? Like, that it opened up my eyes. Like, all right, I've been fired from from the, the top company in the world. Let's go out and have some fun. Because ain't really nobody can do anything else to you after that. Right. Once yeah. you've been let go from there, like, ain't no one can hurt you after that.
1: No. And, right. But let me ask you this. What was the... Worst job you took after life in the WWE, like oh, because ARI like, apparently was selling medical devices.
2: Okay, we're talking. I, well, there's two. We can do wrestling, <laughs> the first match or the first job, job. Like a real job, job. My worst job, job was you know, I, I was good for about a year after I left WWE. I had savings. I didn't want to do nothing. Then the wife looked at me and said, "Hey, listen, let's. You need to, you know, start working again." i like, "Oh, I gotta work for somebody." It was hard to find a job, a real job, because you you put wrestling on your resume. Uh, you know, to regular right. folks. Yep. They, yep. they, you get two reactions. Either you get yep. the fan who's like, "Oh my God, this is the greatest thing in the world. I get to have this guy work for me." Right. Yep. And that opens up a whole nother set of issues because he's telling coworkers or bosses, I got this person working for me and they do this for me. And, or you get the guy who thinks it's the stupidest thing in the world, but needs an employee, but thinks you're the biggest idiot in the world because you put on spandex and wrestle with other dudes in front of people. Right. So it's the transition from wrestler to real life is, is difficult for a lot of guys because they can't, this is all we, you know, this is all we know. We knew for a long time. Yeah. So I, I worked at top companies. I worked at anybody that was willing to pay me one point.
0: I think too, it becomes, you know, it's, it's such a unique business in the way where it is a dream, you know, like when you're out there, I remember like when, when they hired me and cause you were, you were telling me about when they hired you and you know, you're all of a sudden you're the tag team champion, right? When I got a contract from WWE, I was like, Oh my gosh, like, I'm now going to be amongst people like Triple H, you know, Randy Orton, these, these people that I was watching on TV, uh, you know, when I was a kid and in, in, in my early 20s. So you almost can't believe it. I, I remember myself, I couldn't believe that it was real. I was like, you mean you want me to be one of these guys? You think I have the potential to be one of these guys? So for me, it was kind of like, you know, and, and then you go through the process of, of creating a character Uh, you know, I I think you really do learn a lot about yourself, uh, being on stage like that and performing in front of people. And then they ask you to perform in front of 20,000 live people and and a worldwide camera and, and, and it gets into you, you know, it's, it's thrilling. The energy is amazing. So I, you know, it it is when, when it's, I don't know, not taken from you, but when you lose it, there is 100% a, a transition period where I felt like you know everything just kind of slowed down.
1: Yeah, you know the the world—it's almost—it's almost almost a depression. It's very similar, like uh, being cut from a football team, and your football career is now in limbo. Um, Yeah, you know, it's hard
2: to get excited about real life. Yeah,
1: and you realize how disconnected you are from everyday things because you are always just (laughs) home to pack
0: pay some bills
1: and be on and be out. And you really didn't have to deal with relationships on a, on a consistent level. You didn't have to be around somebody Mm -hmm. all week, you know? Um, Yeah. You know, for me, I got canned and I got a phone call from impact like two days later, but, uh, and I was able to continue wrestling and then acting. And then, you know, I took a job at Fox news and the rest is history, but yeah, Yes, sir. During that time, I remember I got an opportunity to be a greeter at a bar in Tampa. So he would put in the headlines that I was there, and then I would greet people as they come into the club. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, it did not. Uh, I was there for about eight minutes.
2: Yeah, (laughs) uh, (laughs) yeah. I don't blame you, bro. I looked around,
1: and I was like, you know what? No. And then I got some weird calls, you know. (sighs) Hold it right there. We'll be back in a jiffy. Speaking of weird calls, so – and this is such a great topic because I don't think anyone is more uncomfortable with hiring and firing than uh, this paranoid individual who was uh, slated to do the show this week. But he informed me that he had a gig. He was uh, acting. And he didn't have time. He didn't have time for the podcast. Another star. And yeah, another yeah, another star. star. I want... uh, oh. And I said, well, it's no problem. I got A, Ryan Trevor. And he's like, well, well, then I guess it's fine. Uh, I get a frantic phone call from this individual about 10 minutes before we're going on. I, finished, I have uh, finished shooting. I'm offset. If you need me, I am available. And I was like, yeah, we don't. We're good. Are you, are you, you know what? Would you like to call in? at some point and you can you can be our special story tonight. So joining us now is the forever paranoid uh, but gainfully employed uh, Aaron Haddad. Aaron, are you with us? Yes. And are you finished distorting the troops? I believe that was pretty clear. Uh, ever no no does anyone he not believe me? I'll just only leave only let's leave it to our peers. A and and no. and Trevor, do you believe I, I, me? I'm a believer.
2: I'm a believer. Thank you. I'm a believer.
1: Now, go ahead, Aaron. Now, just so you (laughs) know, the topic is getting fired. That's the topic. We've all shared our firing story. So I have two. I believe you have two firings as well. If you could pick your best firing story and share it with us, that would be phenomenal. All we do is the only thing we ask is everyone told what the weather was like. For some reason, you always remember the weather the day you were fired. Is that accurate with you? Not at all. Okay. Not at all. Much like your description of me uh, <laughs> over the last five minutes. Nothing could be further from the truth. Okay. And you know what? Of course, A, Ryan, Trevor are going to agree with you because this is your show. And, oh, uh, you know wow. What? That's not a... wow. I, however, have known you. We are truthful men. That's Paranoia. Right paranoia is not something that i embrace anymore now before wow i'm, I'm just gonna <laughs> no I, i'm just gonna send come, that with I'm a straight face come real with it. oh get real oh yeah let's get real okay? so no yes I, and i i'm not sure how kind of deep you guys get into it first of all trevor hello how are you uh hey right what the hell's going on
0: sir um, uh, great to hear your voice
1: at uh, you too my friend um yes. but the wwe they kind of they want you paranoid, right? And yeah. since, essentially since I was a kid when I broke in at like 16, I was kind of under the WWE's, like I was on their radar, right? At Kowalski's like, you know, there'd, there'd be agents that would always come and scout and everything. And then at 20 years old, I get signed. So I was very much like a product of their system. And, and I, I use the term indoctrination, right? To where like you have Vince at the top of the food chain, he's the end all be all, and you go from there. Now uh, the the problem is you know they they went public and um, you know the the structure changes according to whatever one man wants and it, right. it trickles down from the top so um, there's definitely and I think we can all agree with this that they want us a little bit job scared right right I'm on they, the fence right? I mean yeah. I, it what's that who you are. Oh, it depends who you are yes but i'm talking about like the the level we were all at like we we didn't have any ties you know we didn't have any family in the business um like we just kind of came up we got scouted we got there and we were all about like you know just hey you work as hard as you can and um just try to grab, try to come up the right the way right
2: ring. grab, grab yeah. the brass ring right That's yeah insane. exactly
1: well the brass ring doesn't exist because you know my first firing um look i was young um and, and essentially what happened was I was kind of uh, Tom Pritchard's protege. And when Tom Pritchard got let go from the company, there was some, you know, political maneuvering that was going on. And uh, there was a bunch of new guys that got into developmental. I got put on the back burner. Um, Thanks to Dusty Rhodes, I had a brief run uh, in a tag team with a dude that I didn't really know that well and kind of just parted ways. Uh, But that firing, I will never forget it because it was in Buffalo, New York. And John Laurinaitis... What the hell? See, see, I see you, boys, are. I,
0: I, I, I told you there there are levels. <laughs> there are levels to this, A. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> are levels, yeah. What do you mean? Proven. Yes. Aaron,
2: oh, well, okay. We've got a couple of, of stars him. on here, eh, yeah. Kevin. We've well, we got a well, couple of stars. Cyrus
0: t- and I didn't get let go by John Lorne and We're kind of offended by it. Yeah.
1: yeah. We're no, offended. No. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah we, John's getting a text from me. He's getting a text from me tonight. <laughs> Who did you get let go by? Oh, oh uh, I was I let go by Mark Carano. And the first Twice? time... No, no, no. The first time, I think I have the worst ever. Ty Bailey. Yes, he does have the worst. Hey, when your dad, like... I don't have a dad. He, oh, get, Thanks well, for reading my uh, book. Biolog- biologically, you do. And I'm... Okay, so when Ty Bailey's one. dad when oh yes yes the gm for the dolphins yes his successful father yes gm for the dolphins and you're not working for the dolphins there is a major major issue going on there yeah and he that guy um, fired me oh my god well first of all i can't believe i'm saying this but uh i i do have a degree of sympathy towards that and i'm very sorry Terrace i would think (laughs) that had to happen and um uh you know so yeah oh god i i'm not going to say this on the air about him but um Oh, I already did. I already did. Oh, Okay, good. Good. So we've covered that. (laughs) Moron. Um, Yes. Uh, Yeah. But with me, uh, Johnny, he pulled me aside and he fired me face to face. He's like, I'm going to release you. You know, you've just been in the system too long. You need to just kind of go and find yourself. So I did that. Went to Puerto Rico for a year and a half. Um, That was a whole nother set of adventures that I won't get into. Came back to WWE and then came up as Sandow. Um, And that was, again, thanks to uh, Dusty Rhodes. And, you know, there was um, there was another guy by the name of Tenzai who they brought Tenzai up on Raw and they brought me up on SmackDown, invested all this money in Tenzai. And they pretty much just put me in the pre-tape room and said, okay, talk for a minute. And that, those were my vignettes as opposed to all the, like the, right. the cool things. Right. But obviously, yeah. I ended up working out a little bit better. And, and, and this, nothing, this is nothing against Matt. I think it was just kind of the character and stuff that, they gave him. But um, It wasn't even that. It, it came down to wins and losses. With, with a guy right. like Tenzai, he has to lay waste to everyone. 100%. 100%. He's got to, 100%. and you got to have him. He's got to he's got to beat a Mark Henry. He's got to beat a Big Show. He's got to beat a Brodus Clay. He's got to beat you know, he yeah. you know, he's got to you know, John Cena's he's got to win by DQ a couple of times. You build him. Yeah. You know, you build yes. him. Right. And and right. that's yeah. because there is and I'm sensitive because he was my tag partner and he he was not he's not was not a fan of tagging with me. He hated it. At least uh, looking back on it now from things I've heard. But I love tagging with him because he was, I thought he was one of the, the greatest guys to put on a pair of boots because he could work any situation, yes. any way. So, and right. let's be honest, you were wrestling me when you were tagging with him a lot. So that, that's yeah. going to elevate any situation. And it just uh, yes, so I know,
0: yes, I did elevate
1: you. Yes, I elevated you.
0: Well, that's yeah. why you got let go by John Laurinaitis. Right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is that the radio version <laughs> of the pat on the back there that Aaron just gave? That, no, that was a
1: stab in the back.
2: Guys, <laughs> <The skies.
1: laughs> do, do you remember Russia when when it was, um, it was you and Tansy versus me and Cody in Russia, and like we did our we did our gig and no one made a sound, right? And then like you just looked at the crowd and then they exploded remember that how they, they were just such yeah, a different I was like, crowd yes but because <laughs> like, yes because you're in there with me and that's it's, it's proximity oh uh, uh, okay. <laughs> no, right. uh, okay. Right. okay all right all truth aside the second time i was let go it was um <laughs> yeah. when i had kind of like and i don't want to say this now like well we, we why not this, you here, said everything no else second we'll be serious here for a second um the, oh my god Shameless the degree problem. of success i had with sandow um i don't know why everything was kind of taken away from me when i was at the apex when i was told like you're going to be the next world champion like you're mr money right. in the bank and i was told like the certain plan that they had well okay things happen um i adjusted but then it was like you know like we all have been like kind of lost in that creative limbo and yep. then i done the thing with the Miz. Uh, it became extremely popular, uh, had about a like nine or 10 month run with that. And then there was just nothing after it. And mm-hmm. I couldn't get any answers from them. And so I, I remember I, this was in Dallas, Texas. I talked to Carano, I was like, Mark, I need some answers or I don't want to work here because I'm just not happy. And he goes, no, no, mm-hmm. we can't do that. We can't do that. We had this and that. And then about two weeks later, they, they fired me with like five other people. And, and, and the call came from Carano the second time. So you fell from so. grace. Yes, you fell from grace. Oh, yeah. Fell from grace, but uh so know, there's only like, one star on this show, and that's Trevor Murdoch. Uh, without, oh, without a doubt. Out. Yeah. Because <laughs> Trevor hey, Trevor was, was hired was and fired by John Laurinaitis, And not only that, he was eligible for uh, rehire. He in his I, he was eligible for Trevor, rehire.
2: No, I know Trevor in the Corner all by myself, not bothering nobody, and you are just poking at the bear. That's all this is. Uh, <laughs> You know what?
1: But full <laughs> no, disclosure, yeah, full disclosure, I hope it always ready, you whoop. Aaron's ass all over the arena for the, just the, the, the fountain of misinformation that spewed forth from his filthy mouth about, well, you were next to me. So I hope, I hope <laughs> that before you go out, I am going to make you watch as many Japanese matches as I possibly can. And then I'm going to slap you in the face and go, go get him, kid. And just, nice. I, just, just what happens after that? So we all know I don't view, do the right? Japanese style of wrestling. We all know that. Yeah, I know. We, we know. But Trevor does. Um, no, but Trevor, and, and, and th- this is true, Trevor beat all of us because we all had that, like, developmental thing to where, you know. If, yes. um, yeah, if he, went straight, the, he like, went straight to the straight. Was, he was the phenom. He went straight to the bigs. Yeah. No like minor leagues. Yeah, like the farm system to where, like, if, if it's baseball, right, you're going to play in the minors and then you get called up like trevor went from just I, I guess playing like just a he's our lebron james he's our
0: lebron well, james no college goodness. Yeah. Oh, from high no, school to really to the, the
1: league he's he's our
0: star he really is He's and, our star. Trevor, yep. You didn't choose. You didn't choose. You were chosen, brother. Yep. Oh, that's, it. Now, that's, that's it. That's it. That's the star. all
2: this sounds, guys. <laughs> you guys, at the least, though, I, looking back on it, who's the former NWA
1: was- World Heavyweight Champion? I'm not.
2: <laughs> Ari? No, you're Aaron. The NWA. Aaron. World television champion. You remind oh, yeah, me important. Yeah, every undisputed,
1: show. undefeated, reigning, defending, most popular wrestler in the world right now. Yes, I understand it. New York Times bestseller. I get all that, but it's not about me right oh, now. Bad. It's not about me. What it is about <laughs> is the fact that you're the only guy to hold a world title. Uh because uh Sandow, uh he didn't get it. Uh, he came up short against uh Nick Aldis. Um a just hasn't competed yet. He's a uh, non playing coach's a, decision time. right now. We need to get that. Yeah. To get that out for you. <laughs> Didn't play coach's decision. I'm
0: a, a little free agent right now. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. I'm on my way, hopefully. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. and uh, so, yeah, I guess what we've learned today is that uh, Trevor is a bona fide star, whether he's oh, fired or hired. Only the, He is the caviar, and we are just salmon. <laughs> With the skinny. And Aaron was caviar, but he f***ed it up, and he ended up with us.
2: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's the moral of the story. I think that's exactly what happened here. So, you know, I guess, Trevor, your new hashtag is let him eat cake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we'll see if we can get something I've done viral. That would be great.
1: You know, I think, though, your next pair of trunks needs to have a lone star on the back. I think you just need to have a nice Ooh, silver yeah. star. I think because, you know, a guy who's had the same name his entire career, again, that's a caviar thing. Um, oh, f-
2: right. I, No, that's I, a privilege I, I ordain,
1: <laughs> and we'll take it to a vote, <laughs> I ordain Trevor the star Murdoch. I feel... No. <clears throat> I feel that's it. I feel that's No, it.
2: If, if you okay, if I will
1: never not this, refer to you to anything else. And you know that when I get no, on the, the mic at the NWA, no one's going to stop me anyways. So, no, no. I, I will it will it will happen. You can't stop
2: let's it. Take it let's take it to the fans. Let's take it to the Oh, let's. let's I will go on social
1: media it. as soon as this episode drops and respond. we'll put it to a vote. Let's put it to a vote. But as far as this group's concerned, all in favor say aye. Aye, aye. Uh, well, there you go. Shit, that's it. Yeah, well, Trevor horse, horse shit. Shit can't make t-shirts. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, Trevor Star, God, we can we could sell them. We can oh, sell them. And unfortunately, somewhere oh, Harley cool. just rolled over somewhere. <laughs> this was not his plan <laughs> I, for you. This was not his plan. No, how cool was that at the chase? Like how? Oh awesome yeah, was that? yeah. Let's let's not like, forget. um, Man, you so great.
2: It was, um, yeah, as, you know, as all wrestlers do, they wait, they look for their moment, right? That one moment in their career where they're like, yeah, the stars aligned correctly. Everything went right. Like this was an amazing moment. After 22 years that night at the chase, I got that. Yep. My family and friends were there. My my coworkers supported me. My, you know what I mean? You guys. I all have the greatest
1: picture me. of you after that night, and I will post it. Actually, I'm going to submit it to Kate to see if we can get it on the cover of this episode. You are sitting in your trunks. It's black and white, and you have a beer in your hand. And I was like, "That, that's the champ. That's so. the guy right there. That's the star. A star was born that night. So, you know, uh, whereas I think Aaron, I don't know if – and. and in my opinion, I don't know if Aaron's had his moment yet. And he's had, he's been at a high level for a long time, but I don't know if he's yet to have his career defining moment. I think that's yet to be seen. Uh, well, I think it's coming. Um, oh, thank you. Uh, same thing with Kevin. Kevin has a lot of gas sure. in the tank and he's just been in the garage. You know, he's kind of like that. He's that stallion, that thoroughbred that could have won the Kentucky Derby. And then, You know something happened, and he's been in the stall, and we—he's got a little bit of that barn fright. We're trying to bring him out. We're trying to bring him out. You know, (laughs) we're just pulling, you know, and you know, just trying to get his head out. You know, Trevor, you know what I'm talking about. I know. We're just trying to coax him out. You know, we tried apples, we tried sugar cubes,
0: uh, and and, hey, God bless you for that. Tyrus. Yeah. Yeah, No, I'm. uh, Give us one show. Give give us one one show. Just, just come out the barn, Alex. It's, it's okay.
1: (laughs) Just come. (laughs) No one's gonna hurt you. (laughs) no one's gonna hurt you just come on buddy it's okay (laughs) may i say this just please aaron in terms of defining moments i always like to look at myself i am a moment my anytime i appear it is a moment in and of itself and because again character wise i am very amorphous i uh always am you know again reinventing myself and and quite frankly you're taking about the same name uh, which is kind of a star power. And you're absolutely yeah. right. But to some of us, you know, when you have so much talent, no one name or personality, it's just not enough to contain it. Well, I have a new one, one for you. Again, right, you guys want to hear? We should just, you know, sorry, Lex Luger, but we have the narcissist. We, we have the no, narcissist. I am a teller of truth. I am a teller of truth. That's all.
2: Well I will stand up for Aaron on this. You are the definition of, Go out and get yourself over. In a serious, there way. there is nothing he cases. won't do. Nothing. You are you the know what? definition. Short of, of get a bearskin
1: skin rug, there is nothing that Aaron won't do. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know, I uh, again at the end of the day, Hank, hey, we're all trying to make it, and we all, we all fearless.
1: It easy. <laughs> he, is,
2: he is fearless.
1: I'm talking about me. Oh,
2: I'm talking about Aaron. <laughs> Some of the you've done, Aaron. You know. Oh, come on, fellas. Yep. You know as well as I did oh, yeah, they had the balls to do some of the stuff that Aaron did and yep. went out there and got over. I'm not yep. trying to yep. just shine him up, but he, he deserves that. He
1: was sure. literally a mimic and they loved him for it. So
2: Well I just I just watched a clip of you taking a sup uh, Miz taking a <laughs> suplex and you suplexing yourself in the middle yeah. of the ring. Yeah, only only
1: someone oh, yeah, yeah. desperate for attention would do self-harm. He, he wants it more than I do. I only go so far. I draw the line at self-harm. I'll get with that. You know, we are, we are all eggs. We are all eggs on the plate. Aaron's the bacon. He goes all in. He goes all in. We give it our all, but we can all walk away from it. Aaron's bacon. He he's leaving it all out there. Nothing he can't he can't walk home. Pigs when a you pig gives bacon, he, he ain't going home. A chicken and egg can lay an egg and go home. So all right, well uh oh we have phenomenal. So what have we learned, fellas?
0: Uh we have learned that there are there are levels and degrees uh, yes. for being let go yes. in, in sports yes. entertainment. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, tires. You and I we, we shared the lower one, I guess. I think I have the worst. Oh, no. I think I have the worst. <laughs> I think I have the worst.
1: I got by. I got fired by a guy. Who got fired by his dad. So I think I had. The, oh. I think I had the worst. And we learned that there is nothing Aaron won't do for a pop or a boo. And we also God learned. Him. God and, him. and we also learned that Trevor is a bona fide star. He is the oh. star. Yes, he is. And we yes, to, he is. Yes, and doesn't get the credit for being like as as good in the ring as he is. Because yes. I um, I mean, yeah, I, like the first time I wrestled him, I was like, whoa, okay, this is yeah, like this is cool. It was actually what kind of brought me back because you know with NWA, um, it, it's it was kind of choppy. But then when you're in there with someone the caliber of Trevor, completely, it's like this is how you do this. So kudos to him. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Star. For more podcasts like this, just like this, you can check us out at foxnewspodcast.com. This has been the great Kevin Kylie, the star Trevor Murdoch, and the forever interrupter Aaron Haddad. <laughs> and I'm Tyrus. Nuff said.